0: Real Men Feel with Andy Grant encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been told, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having, but all men can benefit from. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant, and today's a special bonus day. Because today, November 19th, 2020, is International Men's Day. I'm mean, wearing my international manly hoodie, even. Warrior King, lover, magician, man. I just wear this once a year. No, I don't. I'm making all this up. Um, I didn't know that International Men's Day was a thing until my guest today, Danny Snyder, reached out to me and said, Hey, what are you doing for International Men's Day? And I went, Huh? Because <laughs> she's doing things for International Men's Day. And I just thought it was really you know funny and ironic and odd that that a self-described woman and a feminist and an activist uh, reached out to point out to me that hey men's day is coming up so so Danny why do do you know about international men's day and why do you care
1: um why do i know i i actually looked it up out of curiosity to see if it was a thing because i knew we had international women's day and there had been some dialogues around toxic masculinity among some of my feminist friends throughout this election period. And I just, out of curiosity, looked it up, and it's a thing. I didn't know it was a thing until recently, and it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> okay. I think it's more popular in Australia and in Trinidad, but I think it's growing a popularity in the States. Trinidad? That... that I. That Interesting. Was, you, that's not, where it started.
0: Not, not where I expected to come out of a hat for really, that's where it started. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah,
1: I I'm learning a lot too. <laughs> right.
0: I want to always I want to make it like Passover, like next year we shall celebrate in Trinidad and make the pilgrimage to the yes. Mecca of International yes. Men's Day. Cool. All yes. right. So you discovered that it's a thing. Um so again, why is it a thing to you? What what what's what what's the draw?
1: So <laughs> There was a moment, a uh, like, I don't want to say a trigger moment, but there was definitely a very specific moment this summer, a conversation I had with one of my closest friends. Uh, do you know the song? <laughs> uh, I'm going to make sure I quote the song title correctly. Do you know the song Short Dick Man? Have you no. heard of this <laughs> song before? It's a terrible song. It's a terrible song. And I was with my friend and she was singing this song and I cringed because I kept thinking if someone wrote a song about, if a man wrote a song about a woman and instead of the words being, I don't want no short dick, it being, I don't want no small boobs or big butt or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't even want to (laughs) know. But if I heard a song like that, that that would make me feel very insecure. That would make me feministy angry. <laughs> so when I was having this conversation with my friend, I was like this is even though this is an old song from like the 90s, i f- the people are still listening to it, people are still laughing about it. I was like this this is problematic and it made me want to particularly because I've been having a lot of conversations recently with some of my male friends about body image, it made me want to do something for them to be like this is terrible. I'm a feminist and I think this is terrible. I don't think this is funny and I want to do something to prove that. So that's kind of what started it, but there's so many other reasons to other things, other projects I've been working on. I did a piece recently that's going to be in a journal by the University of Munich. It's coming out in January. That piece is about feminism and exploring the term feminist. And is it a useful term anymore, to be honest? Um, Also exploring the term womanist. So for the last few months, I've been thinking a lot about gender equality. And I felt like a lot of my feminist friends, especially as I'm meeting more feminists here in Mexico, where machismo is a whole whole other thing (laughs) that I'm not very familiar with. Uh, I felt like there's maybe it's because of social media, um, increasing this gap between opposing sides. Like it's particularly with the elections, maybe it's because of that, but whatever the reason is, I feel like this battle of the sexes is increasing and we're not coming together having enough of dialogue there's we're not practicing empathy enough so I felt like why not do a project I do so many other feminist projects why not do a project about men for men and to particularly invite my feminist colleagues to join in that conversation especially since there seems to be I'm I'm learning there seems to be a lot of silence around gender discrimination towards men. And I'm, I'm hesitant to use that term gender discrimination because a lot of my feminist friends will be like, they don't no one discriminates against men. There's no sexism against men. That's not a thing. And I'm like, well, uh, let's just at least talk about it. <laughs> let's hear both sides.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that, a bit of that reaction is why I was kind of surprised to hear from you. And when you first reached out um, I, I was reading the message and at first I first, I was waiting for like, for an attack. Right. So how would no. you how, how would you define how do you define feminism since you're writing so much about it? What, what does it mean to you? Oh, my God.
1: Oh, gosh, I should have been more prepared for that question because this question makes me nervous. Um, but if I can first point out the attack thing, because one thing that's really interesting is that in these posts I've been doing this week leading up to International Men's Day, not many people are commenting or liking it but i'm getting private messages about it mostly from men and most of the men i won't say all of them but a lot of them are making the same argument that they are always feeling attacked by feminists and i was like this is so problematic but i i i can see too like a lot of feminists feeling attacked by men right so it's like we yeah, we need to come together a dialogue and practice empathy. I right. can't stress that enough. Yeah, and so that's yeah, why I, so that's why I is, wanted to
0: find out like what does it mean to you? Because I'll share some of my attack yeah. stories after that too. Right,
1: I would really like to hear that. Um, okay, so feminism to me. Um, I love this one quote that <laughs> I feel so bad. I can't remember the name of the woman. She did a show on NPR and it was a really long time ago. She's an author and she said, Do you like to be in control of your vagina? If the answer is yes, you're a feminist. It's as simple as that. (laughs) So yeah, I like to be in control of my life and all my choices. And which actually kind of makes me think of that one episode you did with um, Bob Minhas about masculinity being fluidity, thinking of masculinity as fluidity, right? And masculinity being about choices. I was like, yeah, that's totally... Feminism too, it being about choices. I want to be able to have choices and make choices.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I've, uh, over the years of the show, I've been called a feminazi and been called, I've been called a feminist and I, the wait lane, like, I think you're trying to insult me, but that doesn't insult me. And so, so to me, I thought feminism meant equality of the sexes, just equal rights. Some uh, seem to believe that the men that feel attacked seem to believe that feminism means female domination over men, or they're they're so fear men are so fearful of losing their domination that they can only imagine that there is equals not a thing and if i 'm not dominated i must be be if i 'm not dominating I must be dominated that 's my perception of the guys that feel they 're under attack but you're you 're not in the attack yeah. business you 're not of the
1: no you know. no my work is really. I shouldn't say it's really rooted. It is rooted totally in restorative justice. So I'm all about, okay, so uh, if if you're not familiar with what restorative justice is, i I come from that field more from um, like the prison abolition movement and from my work teaching in juvenile detention centers. But I'm also a teacher, and so I'm seeing more restorative justice practices popping up and appearing in school systems, which is great. But it's the idea that when there's an offense that happens, that you take all parties that are involved. So the person who made the offense, the person who was hurt, and I'm always hesitant to use the term victim. I'd rather use the term target, but you would take the target, as well as the community at large that's been affected by the crime or the rule breaking. They all come together and they all dialogue and decide collectively, how are we going to deal with this, the aftermath of this, and how are we going to find closure and heal? So it's about like how to deal with shame, how to deal with guilt, uh, how to take responsibility, but definitely vulnerability. It's nurturing empathy, right? <laughs> so yes. And I think we will see, especially the more schools that uh, involve this uh, or implement this, I should say, And it would be great if we see the prison system implement this too. But I think the more we see people implement this, I think it will change how we talk about gender inequality. But yeah, I agree that feminism should be totally about gender equality for everyone. And if I don't want to put any feminists down, especially after all the private messages that I've been getting lately, putting feminists down and, again, I'm not even sure if feminist is a a useful term anymore. If I even, I call myself a feminist, but I'm not even sure if I should do that anymore. Like, I feel like maybe I should use the term womanist or something else. I don't know. But I think that uh, if feminists, generally speaking, aren't listening to the men who are expressing the ways that they also struggle with stereotypes. They also struggle with gender roles, the silence that they face around mental health issues and suicide. If, if we don't listen to them, how are we gonna expect them to listen to us? Like <laughs> if we want choices, we need to give them choices. And yeah, I think that it is also very stereotypical for men to want to dominate each other, right? <laughs> um, and it's also complicated because there's a lot of women who like to be dominated by men, right? And who are, are drawn to men who are very firm in their decision-making, right? So there's there's definitely some complications. It's not black and white. It's not, I mean, we can't oversimplify it. And it's, it's, again, it's I'm trying really hard not to overly generalize these different groups either. But yeah, I think that it would be great if we can have platforms like your podcast <laughs> where both these sides can come together and dialogue, and it's not about domination. It's just about hearing the other side and trying to put yourself in the shoes of the person on the other side. Do you yeah. agree with that? Yeah,
0: totally. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the you know, w- one of the, f- the few secrets behind the show is that I- I'm just reminding men that they're human. And I think yeah. that gets forgotten too often. And it's not anything that ends in an ist or an ism, I think is denying some humanity of whatever yeah. the label is. So I just, so I, you know, I wish we'd all like, you know, hi, I'm Andy. I'm a humanist. Oh, hi. Oh, Danny, yes. you're a humanist, right? You yes. just, we just did Let's make being human great again. Like th- yes. that, that's what we need. We've been dehumanized by so many different teachings in society. And, but again, we, in, and the political climate, um blaming others became a political movement recently. Yes. Right. And I, I
1: mean, I, I was just going to say, yeah, I think like, you know, in conflict, in any conflict, the first thing we want to do is to seek blame, right? And to be aware of of when we do that and to try to move past that, (laughs) you know, instead of seeking blame, again, listening to the other side. And I really love what you said about being humanist. I'm like, maybe that's what I should say now. I'm not a feminist. I'm a humanist. I don't know. I'm not ready to get rid of the term feminist, but I love that. (laughs) Well,
0: again, well, I invite you to explore. What are you attached to? Right. Because it's all attachments keep us all stuck in our identities and our tribes and fear of losing whatever we think we have. But if we just, you know, just be like nothing can change until we're aware of it. So I think debate and dialogue is great. But social media comments have never changed anybody's mind. So I I would encourage you to to take those private messages like that takes more effort. So that that's that's a more meaningful connection, even if it is like you're triggering people. And that's a good thing. Because that's that you're you're the you're, you're poking the bear you're waking people up and they're not going to go yeah great we love you we agree they're like hey who do you think you are and that that's often the first step and it can be scary and intimidating but you know it's what you're called to do
1: yeah I mean as an activist I I'm definitely an agitator <laughs> I like to poke people and I I'm not going to lie I was very very nervous to do this because I think that. And okay, so if you go to the International Men's Day website, right, which is again, it's primarily an Australian movement, uh, but again, we're seeing more of it in the states. So a lot of it is specific to what's going on in Australia. But they they say several times on their about me page, on their history page, that this is not an anti feminist thing. This is not to compete or combat with the International Women's Day, and. It's it's frustrating that that is always people's first assumption, right? Yeah.
0: Cause I, like I, again, I imagine just seeing that you were writing to me was, you know, every day is Men's Day. Why do they need a Men's Day? You know, like that. And it makes <laughs> yeah. sense to me. Like, isn't isn't every day Men's Day? Like, what what? Why but I again, look at the website. Oh no, it's to celebrate the positive aspects. So it's to celebrate the good in men and bring yeah. a light onto that. So beautiful, great. Um,
1: Can I actually read but, their little blurb to sure. say like specifically what they say? I actually copied it here in my notes. Um, So the proposed objectives of International Men's Day include a focus on men's and boys' health, and that's actually the theme for this year in particular. They have a theme each year, and uh, men's and boys' health is the theme this year. Also improving gender relations, promoting gender equality, and highlighting positive male role models. It is also suggested as an occasion whereby men may highlight discrimination against them and celebrate their positive achievements and contributions to communities, places of work, friendships, families, marriages, child care. So we can point out like maybe what's wrong in the system, uh, but it's also just about celebrating everyday men. And in a lot of the posts I've been doing, we've been highlighting the, I say, I, we, the, a lot of the posts we have been doing, we have been highlighting or, you know, tapping into pop culture. So like for today's post, for example, we're going to highlight the rock. (laughs) And I think that on the actual international men's day, the post that we do that day, we're still actually drafting it. I think we're going to focus on actual real everyday men. So men that me and my colleagues know, my colleagues and I know, who are challenging the traditional notions of masculinity. And I don't really want to say redefining masculinity because redefining sounds like, okay, now we have to like define yeah. it. We have to put a box around it. And I really liked there was um, that that one episode you did with uh, Destin Garrick where he talks mm-hmm. about distorted masculinity. And I was like, yes, that's, that's how we should think of it. And I don't like the term toxic masculinity, distorted max- masculinity. I like this.
0: Yeah. No, anytime you try, any box doesn't fit. So you try to, you know, putting us yeah. in a bigger box still doesn't fit. Just blow it up. Like I invite, guys, you know, the definition of masculinity that matters most is yours. Does, yes. does it feel good? Do you like being yourself? The yeah. end, right?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. And I want that for me too, as a woman. So yeah, no, so no, I want oh. all... <laughs> <I
0: don't know.
1: laughs> Not the first time I've heard
0: that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sorry. No, that's unfortunately. That's. Uh, I'm sure. That's very true.
1: Yeah. So I think um, it again. It's like for any woman who feminists or not. E- because I know there's a lot of women too, who are very nervous about using the term feminist because of all these negative connotations around it. The same way I think there's a lot of negative connotations around the term like men's rights. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! you have all the rights, but what what do you mean by men's rights? (laughs) Uh, I think that anytime that I feel constrained by my gender, which has happened a lot. I'm a, I'm a filmmaker, like particularly in directing and, cinematography and I'm also a drummer. So I've worked a lot with men and I've been constrained by my gender. So if I hear a man who says that he feels like he's constrained by his gender, I feel like I really need to listen to that in order to get the respect that I want. And that he, he deserves respect too. I feel, I feel like everybody deserves happiness. Respect may be a little bit of a different thing, but we all got to work happiness together right
0: yeah we're, like humans have a right to be happy we have a right to be joyous and too many Let's people have be been told they don't yeah that's what it is again make being human great again that should be all of our goals but i do want to say if the rock reaches out to you you got to let me know he's mon- he's number one on my wish list so
1: really really oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he has a great story about opening i mean i, I don't say great story he has many stories yeah about his depression, about his issues with depression yeah, during with his loss career of his dad, before his ev- career, everything.
0: Yeah, he is yeah. he he is my current ideal of masculinity. There, there's no doubt yes. that he's strong and powerful, yes. but he's also open and vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, he's he hits yes. everything. Yeah, um, so, yes. so yeah, no, I I I love The Rock. Um, <laughs> and and so the campaign you've been doing, it's featured real men feel twice. And the other day, you you had uh, you put me into Fight Club, which is like my favorite movie. I was like, "How
1: does she know this?" Is it really? Like, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was pretty <laughs>
1: clever. Let's start a new club. Yeah, let's let's start a new f- not Fight Club. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 that is very cool. So, t- so let's talk about your. Can- it's been seven days of a social media campaign.
1: Yes, today is day five. Tomorrow's day six, and we're going to be featuring tomorrow this book, which is great don't know if you can see it, The Man They Wanted Me To Be by Jerry Gates Sexton. And so we'll be tomorrow focusing more on the personal and social effects of the patriarchy. That's what that book's about. But it's a great story book. He goes into his story, which I love. It's not just like statistics and facts. And then we'll have actual International Men's Day, which I think will be, again, instead of, you know, Tapping into pop culture, like you mentioned Fight Club. I talked about The Rock. We've done a bunch of different, um, like Shawshank Redemption, a bunch of different movies and TV shows. I think that on actual International Men's Day, we're going to highlight people that we know personally.
0: Okay, so November 19th, <laughs> International Men's Day. And that's the, so that's the culmination of your campaign. Yes. Great. How? Yes.
1: I mean, how, it's, that work should not stop though.
0: Okay, good. See, how, again, how, we're... <laughs> How what 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 does your work for for feminism and involving men, for humanism, for whatever it morphs into? What what what's what comes after the what comes after the day after Men's Day for you?
1: So my objective going into this campaign was to try to increase dialogue, particularly between feminists and men. And right now, I'm still struggling to get that dialogue to happen, but I was also hoping to gain attention, more attention from the media to talk about the need for this dialogue. So I'm going to keep pursuing that. It's just hard because right now, there's activists have a lot going on right now. (laughs) I'm also involved with the Free the Vaccine campaign, and I'm still doing stuff with prison abolition movement and... Black lives matter. So there's a lot going on right now. So I need to figure out when are the best points to implement tactics to really be effective, but the the objective will not stop after international men's day. I want to keep pushing this. And again, I have this uh, poem that's coming out. It's a here. I can actually give you a glimpse of it. This journal that I did, it's like a poetic collage Uh, about feminism that's coming out in January. So at least like through January, I want to decide what are going to be the next, uh, this next scaffold of tactics leading up to that. And again, how to, how to still get media attention. That's hard, (laughs) especially right now, the media is very distracted, but I mean, not distracted, very focused on vaccines and elections. And that's totally fair. So it's actually International Ben's Day is really badly timed this year. But maybe we could figure out a way to reflect back on it like in January
0: or who knows. So is there a best way for someone to keep track of, of all the things you're up to?
1: Yes, find me on Instagram at Danny Snyder and I spell danny weird d a n n i e snyder s n y d e r Yeah, I'm Danny Snyder on Instagram. You can follow all of our social media posts for this week and whatever we end up doing in the future. <laughs> cool.
0: well i want, I want to thank you for reaching out to me a couple of weeks ago. thanks for for finding real and feel and and wanting to include it in your campaign. Uh, thanks for being brave and poking the bear and, you know, receiving some of that not so wonderful feeling feedback that you're getting, you know, but. I've been really good
1: about not taking it personally. And I encourage other people to try to do the same and to remember, like, again, when I get some men who make these very negative generalizing comments about women, not even just feminists, but women in general, I try to remind myself that they, Actually, I kind of feel bad for them because I'm like, they just didn't have enough experiences with strong, independent women or empathetic women. And that's, it's unfortunate, but yeah. Yes. Don't take everything personally.
0: (laughs) No, I I mean, as human beings, we we all have this tendency that I have an experience with this thing and I decide all of those things are the same way, whatever it is. And that's, that's what you're running into. Yeah. So again, that's why, you know, stick with it. I commend you, you know, waking them up. The, The only way, you help those people that have made these fast generalizations is to be different and to be in their face and be seeing that. Oh, well, she wasn't out to get me. Hmm.
1: Yeah. No, not all of us are.
0: Cool. Awesome. So if, uh, celebrate international men's day, however way you see Woo! fit, define what it means to being man. And however you see fit, um, do your best not to blame, just take responsibility for your life. Right. Man or woman, take control of your vagina. <laughs> take control of your penis. Take control of yourself, right? Let everybody else control themselves. You take care of you. And we'll all get along a little bit better, I think. Cool. A
1: yeah. lot better, probably. Yeah,
0: beautiful. <laughs> um, I've created a, a short PDF uh, about places where you can make more male friends, if that's a challenge for you, which I hear from many men it is. So visit realmenfield.org gift and grab that. Uh, that'll put you on the newsletter as well. And you'll hear all sorts of uh, updates and you won't never miss a show. And if you want your International Men's Day outfit, my officially designed hoodie, I'm a fashion designer because I can make block lettering on a hoodie. Um, that's available for anyone at realmenfeel.org swag. So until next time, be good to yourself. Be good to other people. Be good to the feminists. Be good to the activists. Be good to the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the artists. Yeah. So thanks for listening. And thanks again, Danny, for joining me today. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Contact us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about author, coach, and healer Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help us greatly if you gave a review wherever you are listening right now. It takes less than a minute and helps other people discover Real Men Feel.